Welcome to Entropy Rising, a 4E D&D podcast, subsidiary of LTM Gaming. I'm TJ, and I'll be playing Boothal. I'm also the DM. Paul? I'm Paul. I play Kefan, a Deva Avenger. Steve? My character's name is Aerith. He is a Revenant Invoker. Oh, and I'm Steve. And Matt? I'm Matt, and my character is Gwenera Silverkin, a female half-elf, half-dwarf paladin. In our first session, the adventurers got to know one another. It started with... Light uh, petting. (laughs) (laughs) It started with Boothal and Aerith waiting at an intersection to be joined by a unknown member who turned out to be Cadfan. He doesn't have a member. Oh, You're never going to say his name right. You realize that. Did I say it right? Because that would be embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not entirely certain that you didn't say Kafan. <laughs> Although there was a brief standoff between Kafan and Aerith, they eventually came to an understanding that they were both working under the Raven Queen. After receiving a message by a Raven, the three traveled north, and our session ended when they came upon a young maiden in trouble. One Gwyneris Silverkin. A busty half-elf, half-dwarf. Alright. Okay, I rolled a 19, and I get to add my stuff. I'm just looking at, where is the critical on this? Is it only a 20? Or is it... Yeah, I believe that a critical is only a 20. Okay. You can get things that will expand it, but... Yeah, okay, I just want to make sure, because I know, like, daggers used to be 19, 20, so I just want to make sure I wasn't missing something there. Okay, so... It's not that, so it's going to be a 27 against AC. And that is enough to hit. Okay. Now, since it's a... Well, come back here. It's a dagger, so I get two die four. So seven. And plus my charisma, so... Okay, he takes 11 damage. And then all... Enemies within three squares of me is subject to my divine sanction until the end of my next turn. Nice. So that's the. I don't even know what they, that does, but. So that's the. If they attack anyone besides me, they take three plus my. So they'll take seven damage for not attacking me. Okay. One more time, Matt. What power did you use? The Valorous Smite. Okay. Which is one that's not in the book, so I don't have it in front of me. Um, okay. Question. Yes. Uh, because you guys are going to almost exclusively have powers that do radiant damage. Is this it radiant one is not. damage? No, I, I, okay. I will tell you if it is, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to be certain about mm-hmm. it. Not a problem. Um, then if that is the case, that was 11 damage. Correct. Oh, okay. Oh, and, and yeah, so basically all those guys are going to be marked by me now with my divine sanction. Ooh. All right. Time to mark them, TJ. Was this Look, your daily mat? Uh, this is an encounter. It's an encounter. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure I know what's going on. Very yeah. good. No, my daily is even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is your standard action, your major action, whatever. Oh yeah, I do get something else. You you can you can move. You can do all kinds of things. <laughs> uh, you need to mark uh, the guy in front of me too. You need to mark Bill. Oh, thank you. Uh, I guess I'll just. I, I don't know that they're there, so I'm going to try to stand up, and I don't want to be surrounded. So Standing up is a move action. 
Oh, is it? Okay, so then I'll just stand up then. That's fine. Thank you, Paul. So I guess, yeah, that's my other action, I guess, is the stand up, so I'm not just tied down and laying down. Okay. There we go. Bill. <laughs> what does and... the divine sanction look like? Shut up, Paul. Man, <laughs> what does the divine sanction look like? I don't know. I don't know that it would... I don't know that that would have any... Until they actually did it, I think if they did it, then it's going to be like a... You're going to see like kind of like maybe like a bolt of like shimmering light kind of like come down and smite them, or it's going to like... It'll just kind of form around them, and they're going to like take it, you know, take damage from it. Well, here, how about this? What does your divine challenge... What does the divine challenge part of it look like? Like... Do you do you call them? Like, oh, the, the, well, when I do it, when I do the divine challenge, yeah, it's it's you basically you actually challenge them like you taunt or gesture, or, you know, stuff like that, basically to get their attention. It says they don't have to actually understand you, like you don't have to speak the same language, but right. Like well, I, I, will, I will, I will actually, I will tell you, like you know, like what I said to here, where it was like the, you know, why why you know, don't face me like a man, like you know, gang yeah. up on. Me. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, and then I, you know, smite him with my dagger. Or I could have gone with, "Oh, happy dagger! Here is thy sheath," and I stab uh, him. With uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So you can also, I think, use. Can't you use your minor to do a divine challenge? But oh, I kind of already mind. did, right? But as a, that was as a result of his power. But the I, divine challenge yeah, is but, one target in burst, and it marks the target. See, yeah, the only. Th- I don't know if it's I could, worth. I, I could, well, since since I already marked him this time, there's no point. Okay. You know, I, I mean? don't know what it just it, is, it just so. means the next time he won't be marked, which means he can do it then when his turn comes around again. When Matt's turn comes around again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I forgot. You, you get so you get a standard, a move, and a minor every time. Standard yeah. move minor. Okay. And you could train down, so you could do. Yeah, standard yeah. Standard to a move or move to a minor. Okay, I guess that, you know, we're, is there anything else useful in a minor? <laughs> Ask Not, right now. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Is, <laughs> I got my one in. <laughs> Done. My guess is not right now. Okay, yeah, I see that. You know, I'm not going to have anything on me, so I mean, there's no changing weapons or anything like that right now, so, yeah. Nope, I'm I'm fine. That's I'm okay. Kevin. Unless you want to say that my miner was cutting the rest of the ropes and then I stand up or whatever, but... Yeah, sure. You yeah. use your miner to cut your foot ropes. Sure. And then you stood. So you did standard miner move. Okay. Kafan, you're up. I will run this way. One, two, three, four, five, and use my miner to do my oath of enmity on this guy in front of me. Do you have a standardized oath, or do you like to tailor it to each individual that you fight? Uh, I do not have a standardized oath. <laughs> hey, ugly. <laughs> Evildoers, eat my justice. I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> <laughs> Spoon. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I will... I'm just going to do my standard at-will... Bond of Retribution, which is basically just me whirling my axe around and slamming it into this thing. Is this like a, or just a robed figure at this point? No, it's a zombie. You already said I that. thought the middle guy was a zombie, and we just heard clattering humming from the other ones. Oh. Um, you mean the dead guy in front of you? <clears throat> yeah. It, 
if you would like to roll perception quickly, it won't even be a minor, it can just be a free action, uh, you can look to see if you can see anything more clearly now that you're sort of right in front of them. They're not sort of looking at them through trees. Okay, my perception is 23. Uh, you can see inside the hoods that all of these things are skeletons, or at least the hoods that you can see through are skeletons. Okay. What do I, can I, like, roll something to know more about these monsters, or see if I know more about them? Yes, you can. And what would that skill be? I believe... Is it religion? <laughs> is it <dungeoneering? laughs> I I want to say that it is dungeoneering. Um, uh, oh no! Wait, hold on. Uh, what do you want to know more about? The thing in front of me. It doesn't matter because they're both religion. <laughs> so. Sweet. That's a free action, I think, right? Yeah. So I, you can know about both of them. That's fine. So or, no, I'll say you can th- you can pick one now. Okay. Uh, Hey, whatever. Picking, you can do both. It's fine. I'm picking the one in front of me, and then my roll is a 21. It doesn't matter. The highest DC is a 15. <clears throat> Skeleton lore. Skeletons are, treat, are created by means of necromatic rituals. Locations with strong ties to the Shadowfell can also cause skeletons to arise spontaneously. Uh, these free-willed skeletons tend to attack any living creature they encounter. Skeletons have just enough intelligence to perceive obvious dangers but they're easily fooled and lured into traps. It won't tell me if it's a minion, huh? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't worry, game tags. <laughs> you can don't try know. attacking try. them with a normal attack once, and if it if it goes down instantly, then you don't have to worry about it. Or if it survives one hit, then it's not a minion. And then Whatever. Just... Anyway, I'm doing my thing. And he didn't that will anyway, so it's... Yeah. Uh, no difference. And because I... Declared my oath on this one. I get to roll two, tw- and no other enemies are adjacent to me. I get to roll two twenties and use the better. That's called advantage in uh, D and D next. Well, whoop de doo. So I got a twenty-one versus AC. Twenty-one versus armor class hits. Uh, uh, nine damage, and that's my turn. <laughs> Sweet. And basically, uh, what what happens, Kafan? I just swing my axe around on its chain and, like, obliterate it, basically. Not even with the blade, just, like, the flat of the axe hits it. <laughs> the wind hits <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Oh, no, I can't. Crap, that sucks. Anyway, okay, go ahead. I was thinking about using my action point, but since I can't declare my oath, I'm not going to. As the GM, don't use your action point in this fight. Okay. (laughs) It's Bill's turn. Bill is angry because he doesn't like getting head-butted in the face. So, let's see here. Oh, shit. Matt, does a 25 hit your armor class? (laughs) Well, considering I'm not wearing armor right now, yes, it does. It also would have if I had my armor. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I told you, you you have your armor on. It counts. Because no, for story well, purposes, it's fun, but you can absolutely have your armor on. Oh, we I was can... just gonna go. I was just gonna go with I didn't. Cause okay, that's fine. I, because I I was coming out here in like a dress, not plate mail. <laughs> Why not both? What's, what's I mean, your maybe, normal AC, man? Maybe he liked it rough, but not that rough. <laughs> you don't know. 
<laughs> it's a 20, Paul. Oh, gee. You're a defender, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. More or, or less. Gwyneris will take seven damage. And basically, all he did was he, like, um, really just clocked you good with his arms. Can you put the damages on? Damages? Rain my damage? Can you put the damage on the roll 20 thing? There you go. Who, me? No, Matt can do it. No, I I oh. did it. I just needed to do... I was doing it in my paper first. Oh. Oh, I... But did oh, you I, take damage before? No. Oh. No damage. Okay. I wasn't going to make him take... Lose hit points just story purposes. Oh. Why not? You'd do that to you. Yeah, I would totally do that to you. <laughs> well, no. I, not for the introductory thing. If it was, like, late battle or, like, you know, the plot important stuff later on. This is just, like, introducing... Everybody to one another, and also making sure TD can run a fucking battle. <laughs> so, I don't believe it moves you. I think it just hits you, and uh, and all of a sudden, his tongue was one of the first things to go. So now he's just all <laughs> all right. Uh, Aerith, you're up. Oh, I thought you were supposed to be in the pack. I raise my staff high. Uh, and it, you, it, and the tip of it becomes bright white, but to the undead, it's brighter than the sun. And the light shoots out to each one of them as he says, back to the grave with you. And I will rebuke undead. So it's a blast of five. So it's everybody. That's evil. It's an attack. Ooh, sweet. I rolled another 19. So 19 plus 4 plus 1. So 24. Versus Will. Oh, yeah. that That's hitting everybody. And then some. Uh, it does 5, 9 radiant damage. 9 radiant. Correct. To each one. And it pushes anybody that doesn't die... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's deal with the nine radiant damage first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poof. And then it pushes them where? Two, two squares. So can I move? Bill, just make him go back away from me two squares. Straight east. Or west, sorry. And he's dazed until the end of my next turn. Sweet. Very good. Put a daze thingy on him. There. <laughs> daze. He's stinky. He's stinky. <laughs> totally what I saw. <laughs> nice. Either that or the, I mean, because of where he put it, it looks like there's just, you know, three hairs growing out of the middle of his forehead, but I'm guessing that's not what it is. Eris' turn is over. I feel like that's the best icon for daze. Sure. I'm not you arguing. You know what it means. Yep. Sounds like Paul was. Because he's a jerk. What? I said the same thing that Steve said. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> but you're a jerk. <laughs> oh, right. And I'm not. Oh, there's speed. Okay. Well, hey, good news. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> what a butthole. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, sweet. That's 25. Awesome. Uh, Boothal is going to use his Lance of Faith. Do, 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 do. 
And he, 18 versus Reflex. Hooray versus Reflex. <laughs> he hits. Alrighty. And Boothal is going to give Gwyneris a plus two power bonus to your next attack roll against the target. Ooh, neat. Guess so what, what? Did that, what did that look like, TJ? Everyone in Captain Planet was shooting the uh, people in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam, lands of faith. Bam. <laughs> we will say Boothal holds up his emblem of the Raven Queen, and from it, a beam of light goes straight towards the zombie known as Bill. When it hits, there is searing, but instead of smoke, it would look like uh, little black feathers poof out and then float down to the ground. And he did his move. He's not going to do a minor. Bingo boom. Gwineris, you're up. All right. Oh, you still marked with that. I'm gonna. So you can do these in any order, the actions. Yeah. All right. So I'll do yes. my minor. I will do my uh, divine challenge <clears throat> at uh, Bill. And I'll scream at him like, I thought we had something. I thought you'd love me. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> Is it because you're a zombie? We could have had love. <laughs> I could have seen past it. Alright, so he's gonna, he will remain, uh, marked until, uh, I don't engage him. Mm. I'll keep I track the, of that. I thought the engagement was over. Yeah, it pretty much is after this. Uh-huh. Good work, Steve. Alright, <laughs> now, I will charge. Uh, so I will move, I have to move at least two, which I will. Oh, you're so welcome. One, two. <laughs> yeah, I know, I thought, I saw, I saw that oh, happen. I was like, I totally have to do this. Alright, so a I get an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks like some looks some sort of badge. Raccoon. Raccoon. So I go charging him with my dagger and uh so I get the plus two from uh Boothal, I get a plus one for doing a charge. Yeah. What's the effect I, of days? Oh I'm good idea. looking right now to see what that is. Days, you grant combat advantage. You can either take a standard action, a move action, or a minor action in your turn. You can also take free actions. You cannot flank an en- enemy. You can't take immediate actions or opportunity actions. You get, like, one action on your turn, mm-hmm. and you grant combat advantage. So you should get a plus two from that as well. So I'm going to have a plus five? Yeah. Nice. I, I don't think I can miss. And then, oh, yeah, so I do a melee attack, but I can use one of my uh, my virtuous strike, and this can be used in place of a melee basic attack. So now you're at a 16 instead of a 12, right? I believe so, yes. Yes. That does hit. Okay. Because it's targeting armor class still, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay, 8 radiant damage, and I get a plus 2 bonus to saving throws until my next turn. Nice. And what does the virtuous strike look like? Uh, especially with the charge, I come charging in, and basically the the blade will glow with uh, kind of radiant light as I come like bashing into the guy and just like drive the blade into him as hard as I can. Nice. Oh, if he goes down, then I'm gonna like fall on top of him and keep stabbing <laughs> while crying. No, just why? Why? Like with fury. So. <laughs> Wait, Nick Fury? Yes. Samuel he, L. Jackson or David he, Hasselhoff? 
He's hiding in the trees. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm just clarifying which one you're referring to. Yeah. I don't recognize the uh, David Hasselhoff one. <laughs> Neither did anybody else. That's why it was on basic cable. <laughs> All right. We are out of initiative now. You are now on top of him, stabbing him further. I walk up behind Gwyneris and say, not to belabor the point, but I believe he's already dead. I'll spin uh, and kind of hold the knife at him. Like, I kind of knew they were around, but I'm also just kind of like, was so caught up with everything that... Booth. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if they're... Uh, are you with him? Booth all says, uh, easy, easy lass. <laughs> he's he's a real wordsmith, isn't he? Yes, yes. <laughs> well... No, uh, when he when he when he says that, like, do you continue holding the knife or do you look to? I look I look back and forth between the two, and because obviously Steve's kind of undead and creepy looking, like he's okay. Can we stop saying Steve is? Can we say the character is? Steve's creepy. Steve no. doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> Steve looks like he's dead. <laughs> Paul has no genitals. <laughs> But see, Paul said that. That's fine. That's okay. Steve, it was Aerith? Aerith. Aerith. You didn't say his character. I'm, Steve's creepy. Yeah. Steve's ghoulish. TJ <laughs> smells bad. Yes! He's dead. I win. He moved him. Anyway, okay, so, yeah, Aerith looks obviously somewhat more like these creatures I just fought, but with... Uh, Butthole walking up. Aerith Aerith will say, we dispatch these undead. We are no friends of theirs. I will, uh, I take a second where I obviously kind of like look like I'm taking a big breath in and composing myself. And um, I'll do a little... hmm? Oh, I I was going to say, when Aerith finishes saying that, if Gwyneth doesn't, or if Gwyneris doesn't jump in right away, Bootha will say... Easy there, son. She did just as much to dispatch them as we did. I'll, uh, can I attempt I'll, my, can I use my diplomacy? You have, you can use whatever you want. Okay. Use your uh, wiles, feminine yes. wiles. <laughs> Do I need to make a roll for anything? I'm, I'm basically, I'm going to try to address, uh, Boothel and Dwarven and try to make it kind of like a formal, like, you know, if there's any etiquette or something I should follow for that. That's fine. based on what I've learned. So I'm going to address him as, uh, I thank you, uh, for your assistance, kind dwarf, uh, and for your friends. And give them all kind of a little bow or like a curtsy or something. Roll your diplomacy. All right. I fail. I fart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20. Okay. I'm, I don't, I'm not going to bother then. Boothal, uh, nods. Back acknowledging your uh, your offer to speak to him in his native tongue, uh, but then he replies and says, uh, "It's much appreciated, but these two do not speak Dwarven." He's right. <laughs> I, I, and I'll turn to each of them and say, "Many thanks for your assistance." I just kind of nod. You fight well yourself. How how long have you served the the lady, our lady? <laughs> it's gotta um, be your bowl. 
I'm sorry, Sir Dwarf. I think you mistake me for someone else. Uh, I'm just the daughter of a uh, merchant. I, I don't serve in anyone's house. There's, there's no mistake. You have clearly been granted the favor and powers of Our Lady. And he, he looks at her. You, you understand of who I speak, don't you? Um, I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage, sir. I do not know what you speak. Uh, we all fall into the service of the Raven Queen. And he sort of holds up the, uh, medallion that he used to cast Lance of Faith, showing the Raven Head emblem. Uh, I am, I am not a necessarily religious, uh, girl myself. We, uh, travel too much in my family. We've never really settled down in one spot and joined a community. Well, mm. trust, I, trust the Deva's memories. It would be unwise to turn your back on this gift. My, my friend... Is, wait, you, hold on, pause. Is she standing now? Yeah. Talking? Then, yeah. Then Aerith is creepily examining the body while everyone's talking. Wait, her body or the dead body? <laughs> The dead yes. body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Aerith was like a close talker or something. <laughs> He's lifting up her skirt, just taking a look underneath. So. Yeah, I, I kicked his body down into the trees. We're just getting it out of the way. I know. Uh, so, Puglo says, my, my compatriot speaks harshly, but he's not incorrect. The Raven Queen does not throw her power willy-nilly. Uh, not all who serve her are granted such powers, and surely if you have not come to her before this, and she has seen fit to grant you with power, she has plans for you. Please, uh, give me a few moments to take all this in. I, uh, this isn't exactly what I expected of this evening. What is, what, what, if anything, do I learn from the body? Well, it looks very similar to the uh, corpses <laughs> that you are perhaps familiar with seeing, uh, or, you know, used to be familiar with seeing. Um, is there any identifying marks? I'm also not just examining the what the body looks like, but uh, any indication of, you know, a holy symbol of another kind or some other indicator of where this person comes from or who they are. And that's it. You don't have to, like, tell me, but if, if anything comes up, just let me know. Otherwise, so, as I said, I'm just creepily fascinated with this guy and his, you know, the fact that he's dead and undead, I guess. What you find when you're going over the body is the the body looks as though it has been in a state of some decay for... A month or two, um, but maybe you are surprised that, considering that the body's been decaying for that long, there's not really much of a smell to it. It's more of just like the decay of the tissue, but there's not any off gassing that you'd expect to accompany it. I thought Gwyneris just said, "I know it's new." Had what? Can't smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who said you couldn't? Or could? <laughs> um, it, ad- additionally from that, the only other thing 
that you'll notice um, by covering everything with a fine-tooth comb is that the feet, you know, if they spend a lot of time in the woods, you probably wouldn't have expected them to be too beat up, but um, there are some pretty deep gashes in the feet, so okay. that's it. Okay. I assume that Gorneris has maybe <clears throat> sort of stepped away from us to take her thoughts for sure. a moment, maybe? Okay. Um, I'm going to go over here. Um, um, when she, can I, sure. can I like, can I sit down and, uh, I guess I'm trying to think of how I would, can I take a healing surge? Sure. Like basically I'm going to like sit and, and kind of think for a couple of minutes and. Short rest. Kind of, yeah, short rest, kind of go over, uh, what just happened. I'm trying to like mull over the, you know, they're trying to tell me that the Raven Queen was acting through me and I'm, you know, thinking about, okay, I just did things I've never done before and. So as she's contemplating, I'm going to look over at her and say, did, by your emotional outburst, I had the impression that you knew this man when he was alive. I'll uh, turn to Aerith and say, uh, yes, it was uh, Bill. I met him recently, and he seemed interested in me, which isn't always the case when we come to a new town. You, you've known him for about three weeks, and you've been, quote-unquote, dating for maybe a week and a half. So I, I'll, so I ask, how long have you, how long have you known him? Okay, I'll, I guess I'll say about three weeks. I say, the body, the body's state of, the, of decay is, uh, at least a couple of months. Well, this is the first I've seen of that. It, it just seems like your a, own era. what's that? <laughs> you just, you just poking the bear? Is that what this is? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't even hear what he said, but. Paul said, no more than your own, or something like that. Yeah, a little worse than your own, era. Uh, <laughs> I, I will give you the quizzical data look. <laughs> and then continue on. I'll be And I'll say, uh... How is it that you came to be here on this evening, when I would need your help? Boothal steps forward, and we have explicit instructions from my commander within our ladies organization that led us here we have had intel that there there was a group perhaps these very people or things i should say at this point that have been stealing from our lady when people steal from our lady it usually takes the form of creating monstrosities like those skeletons, and he points to, like, the empty pile of clothes and bones, or, like, that wretched decaying thing, and I, he gestures. Aerith says, moreover, the Raven Queen is the goddess of death and fate. Fate is what brought us here. I'm beginning to see that. Before uh, all this really happened, I, I happened to catch them saying something about the blood of Elvenkind being a path to everlasting life. It, I kind of point up at my ears. Uh, I am a uh, half-elf. Is my family in danger? Are there people like them coming after them, too? Can you help me come check on them? Yes. We certainly can come along. I imagine that if there were a large number of these in the area, that a greater fuss would be made and you would not have been so surprised to have seen them. With that being said, 
it wouldn't hurt to go. I would like to send word to my commander to see what sort of signs have been gathered or what information we might have about why you were chosen to share the Raven Queen's power. I will uh, I will certainly assist you how I can if it means uh, bringing people like this to justice. I, I don't want my family or others like me hurt over some stupid notion that my blood can make them live longer. Then it is agreed. We will accompany you to your home, and while we wait for communication from my commander. Uh, one moment, and then we can head out. And Boothal sits down and takes out a tiny scrap of paper and writes a message upon it and then takes it and holds it to the flame of one of the candles. And the paper burns, generating a stream of smoke, but the smoke doesn't really dissipate as you might expect it to. The smoke just sort of goes in a line, sort of like a kite with a tail, and it goes up through the trees and then goes against the wind and off. Before we leave, let's put out these candles. I don't know what plan was intended for this place, but let's make sure that no one else can accidentally stumble upon it. I'll I'll help gather the candles, and I'm going to roll up the uh, wolf pelt and take it with. Pick up the scented candles and the oils. Yep. It's it's a reminder. The lambskin tube. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, Paul didn't like my joke. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So why is Paul's character a disc when the rest of us are all squares? Because Paul made a disc. He's like, here, use this. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm more special than you. Anyone who wants to make their person a circle is welcome to make a circle, and I will happily uh, turn you into a circle. But I figured, hey, look, we fit in squares. It's fancy. Uh, Oh, go ahead, Steve. It's uh, it's not nothing important. Continue. I I assumed it wasn't. <laughs> Paul, do I need to take all of the characters off of this sheet if we want to use them somewhere else? Nope. Okay. Then. Da, 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 da. Teleport. Ooh. We're back to the world map, and we don't need to really like move around. It's more of just we're here so that we're somewhere. I guess we could have gone back to the. Entropy Rising homepage, but this is fine. Are we going to have to get some uh, coconut halves and buff them together for our travels music? Oh, wait. Matt, do you imagine that your family has set up shop in a big city or that you still live in a smaller area? I would assume that... I think we're still probably mostly traveling you know, at least every... You know, we come in and kind of set up for a few weeks and try to, try to sell and kind of restock with something else so we know we can take somewhere else. It's not like we're in town for like a day or two. We're probably in town for like a month. Okay. That makes so sense. We're, yeah, we're usually probably, we're probably in some like smaller, almost like a, you know, like a rental dwelling or something or. Sure. Or, or do we have like the big mobile like wagon, you know, that 
unfolds into like a you know a semi permanent housing thing. So like, your, a gyps- like a gypsy caravan. Carnies, your carnies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have this delicious treat. We call it a corn dog. <laughs> uh, Gwenaris leads us through the woods, maybe five miles from the edge of the woods. We come upon a caravan, which is within, you know, you know, five miles itself of the walls of Sasa, which sort of extend from mountain foothill to mountain foothill. Basically, it is um, one of the few defensible points that are left in the continent. Traffic is still allowed through on the main road. The city of Sasa itself is found on the other side. It looks as though the caravan is maybe set up and is just waiting for, we'll say, paperwork to be completed for them to be able to travel into the city. Does it look like anyone I recognize or like well, some I mean, other merchants or is it like, does it look like it's like a, an official kind of caravan or? I was, I was imagining it was your caravan. Oh, okay. Was, was, so I would recognize way you. into the city. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I'll come, uh, running up to the caravan then. A, uh, an elder, well, I won't say elder because they basically are either babies or they're adults. So we'll say an adult elven male is, uh, riding the lead wagon and sees you approaching and, uh, yells out, Gwenny, where have you been? Uh, is this my father or someone yes. else? Okay. It is your father, because I believe you told me that your father was the elf, right? Yes. Yes. Well, I just want to make sure it's like you didn't like write in like... No, I didn't. Some like crazy uncle that drives the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> Does your crazy uncle drive the carriage? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay. If uh, If the answer is you don't know, yeah. then we'll say no. Okay. Uh, Dad, Dad, uh, I need to talk to you. Good. Are, are, Good. are you okay? Is everything okay? Yes, yes, we're fine here. We're, uh, we're almost prepared to move on from that last little village and, uh, go to Sasa for a long-term, uh, exchange of what we have and pick up of some goods, some, uh, produce to make our way back out with. Which you know already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Or you should, and he gives you the eyebrow, like, mm-hmm. have you been paying attention? Yes, Papa. Are the other ones, uh, are they, everyone else, like, staying out of sight, or are they coming up behind me, or? Um, I imagine that, uh, your mother, maybe, is, oh wait, hold on. The others, are you talking about, like, the rest of the party? Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about, like, yeah. I imagine that if you ran ahead, the others probably continued, well, Boothall would have continued walking. Like, if we were walking the whole time and then you started running, he would have just kept walking and would have given you some space to go talk to your family. But isn't going to just stop and wait. He's just going to proceed at a leisurely pace. I'm skipping gaily down the path. <laughs> Got it. Gaily skipping. <laughs> I'm following Boothall's lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the Aerith is following Booth Holesley. Okay. Um, I'm gonna like go for like the kind of like teenage girl like explosion of 
words and stuff and like almost too quick to follow words. And Daddy, look, I made some new friends and they helped me out and there, there's a fight and I'm totally okay. But you remember Bill? Like, yeah, like, yeah, he was like a zombie, but we had to kill him and it, you know we took care of it. We're okay, but uh, we just want to make sure you're you're okay too. So. And Becky Johnson had a certain it was you and I told her, but she totally didn't appreciate me telling yeah. her, and she's such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But slow, slow down. <laughs> oh, thanks, Steve. <laughs> what the hell? Are you guys making fun of me, and I'm not even able to see it? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I am. Oh, good night, clubs. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Uh. <laughs> I, get, I get jokes. <laughs> All right. So, he, your father says, do you, "Whoa, whoa, Gwenny, slow down. Where's, where's that Bill boy that you were hanging out with?" Uh, I don't think I didn't see you sneak away with him. Bill, Bill's, Bill's dead, but but Bill is already what? dead, so so it's okay. What? So <laughs> he 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 looks bewildered. He he. Daddy, weren't parents, you listening? I already told you, Bill's a zombie. We. <laughs> did you name either of your parents, man? I don't think that you did. I don't think we did. Yeah. All right. Do your parents have names? I don't know. You, you can name them. All right. Uh, this is gonna be more awesome than Bill. <laughs> uh, he he calls into the back like Miriam, Miriam, c- come out here. And so <laughs> from you know your daughter's drunk again. <laughs> um. A woman uh, hops out of the back of the wagon and sort of canters up towards the front and then hops up and sits next to your father. And uh, this is obviously Gwyneth's mother. Her name is Miriam. Hello. Never would have guessed. <laughs> and uh, she she sees you and she sees that you look all tussled up and be like, what did I tell you about giving it away? But, Mama, I didn't. <laughs> Aaron's shaking his head no. <laughs> like, not to me? Yeah, just in general, like, no, she totally did. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. She said, you know, what did I tell you about that boy? You said he was trouble. And look at you now. And, and then all of a sudden, I, I'm imagining, like, as the party approaches, she sees, who are those, who are those men? Are, did they follow you here? Uh, the, they came with me. They're they're my new friends. Uh, they they helped me when when Bill turned into a zombie and what? And his friends were skeletons and 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 I fought them. She hops down and puts a hand to your forehead. Well, I she hasn't started a fever yet, but she's clearly ill. No, mama. No, mama. It happened. I'm I'm really holding off the, you know. Making this about a threesome joke or something. <laughs> Boothal arrives and says greetings, and he realizes all of a sudden that he never. Oh, I, I, did I we turn even get Gwyneris' name? Because I don't think that we did. No, I don't think anyone ever asked, but I think yeah, exactly. on the walk over we probably would have. Oh, okay. Receiver, I care what your name is. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, <laughs> 
That's but, the truth. But the key is that Matt's character is a teenage wait, girl, so she wait, definitely knows all of our names. Yeah. And probably more about your backstory yeah. than you do. I'm sure that Paul's role-playing that he doesn't care. <laughs> he's, he's so good at staying in character. How does he do it? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's lots of practice at not caring. It's a, it's a gift. Or not, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, so Steve starts walking around without shoes. He's just trying to get into character. He's yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm a method actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll turn and say, "Oh, oh, uh, Mama, Dada, this is uh, Boothel and Aerith and Kafan." Kafan. <laughs> no, he's only said it. I haven't seen it in writing yet. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're all. Uh, how should I say? Uh, we are in service to the Raven Queen. If you, if you Aerith, Aerith looks at you and says, "We are all in service to the Raven Queen." They they say I have powers, Mommy. They 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 both look taken aback a little bit when you mentioned that you served the Raven Queen. Not as much as taken aback as they did when they looked got a good look at Aerith, but you know, still <laughs> a little bit taken aback. And uh, Some, something bad is happening here. I think I need to to help them. Bill, Bill and his friends were were trying to get my blood so they could try to live forever. They they think that elves can make that happen, and we we need to stop it. It's bad. Uh, Miriam pulls Gwyneris aside and starts talking to her in hushed tones, and all the gentlemen can hear is something about blood and how old she is and something else. And then can I I'm try guessing... and perceive exactly what was heard? No, you oh. can't. <laughs> it's implied. Oh. The delicate dance, Paul. The okay. delicate, delicate dance. It's a period joke. It's funny. So, I'm guessing Gwyneris looks grossed out and then says, Mom, no. <laughs> but, um, anyway. It's not crunchy and full of teeth. <laughs> anyway, um. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. TJ brought that on himself. It's yes, true. I did. I did. Which is why I didn't chastise Matt. I just. Agreed when Steve said so bad. Yeah, uh, Miriam and comes back and says, "Well, this is this is all quite a bit much." Um, my husband Oradrath and I. Uh, it seems like our daughter was attacked, and you had some part in protecting her. So we thank you for that. She also serves the Raven Queen. Yes. Well, as to that, I. Uh, We'll we'll see who she serves. But Mama, uh, I can I can help them. I can do something good. Boothall in, joins in and says, "Um, you you may not choose this for her, but the fact is that the Raven Queen has taken some interest in her. It was not so much that that Our Lady appeared to her directly, for if that was the case, we." may not have come straight here. We may have needed to go straight to the higher councils. But for having never worshipped her before and being able to do things that only her most select followers are allowed, whether she chooses now to follow her and her will or later down the line, she will at some point choose to follow. And... Oradrath looks concerned, and Miriam 
looks a little bit frightened. Barteth says, you, you saved our daughter and for that we are thankful. And it's possible that the Raven Queen may want to see her or ask for her services, but that will have to be later. This is not your choice. No, no father. You, you know I can fight better with a short, sword and shield than most boys. I can do this better than I can be a merchant. I'll say this, this is, this is her fate and I'll kind of sort of grudgingly nod to Aerith. Who didn't notice. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's twiddling his thumbs. He's reliving a past life. <laughs> um, Boothal says, stand down. And he directs it very clearly at Kavan. And he turns to them and says, if, if you, she is still your daughter. And if you would choose for her to stay, we will not fight you on that now. But we would like to speak with her about this bill to get a little bit more information. As you can see, she's obviously still very concerned both for herself and for you, obviously seeing that you are the elf in the pair. We would do what we could to protect you, but more importantly, serve our lady. Who is the super squad? Yes, sir. Quick question. Shoot. Is it still nighttime? Yeah, I lost track of the time of day back when I was going to ask, like, Daddy, why are you leaving in the middle of the night? (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to ditch me? See, you don't don't even want me anyway. Don't you love mommy anymore? (laughs) No reason. No reason at all that we painted everything black and I have this black cape. (laughs) They they probably were... They probably were mobilizing the caravan. They probably weren't actually leaving. That's my mistake, because you're right. It is the evening. Yeah, but if they're gypsies, they leave underneath the cover of night. Mm-hmm. They're not gypsies. They're traitors. You say potato. <laughs> I say baby stealers. Gypsy. <laughs> I say pikey. <laughs> so Boothel says all of that about, you know, just wanting to speak with her some more and... Uh, Oradrath concurs and says, very well, there's no reason that we are unsafe out here for the night. We can pass through the walls tomorrow. I will go spread the word that we'll be staying a little bit longer. Thank you, Daddy. I jump up and give him a hug. Yes, yes, dear. Uh, speak, speak with your friends now. I'll hop down from the, uh, caravan. And you, uh, and Miriam stays on top of the caravan, sort of keeping an eye on everybody. Probably more concerned with making sure that Gwyneris doesn't run off again, and less that she's concerned about you guys. Us guys. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Boothal takes Gwyneris sort of to the, <laughs> to the side, and with Cadfen and Aerith present as well, and says... Now, you knew this boy for a few weeks. I presume that you met him since you arrived here? Yes. I don't think I'd seen him before. When he would leave your caravan, I I presume that he didn't stay with you guys? Uh, no. I don't know. Did he? TJ? He just slept in your bed, not anybody else's. (laughs) 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 I, I sent you something really quick over Skype. I see that now. Okay. All right, and that's it. Uh, when he'd leave, he'd go basically in that direction, and I'd point to the west. 
Hmm. I don't know of any settlements in the foothills. And do you know those people that were with him, those skeletons, those things, did, did he keep compatriots with him when he came, or was he always by himself? Uh, no, he usually had some friends with him. They didn't say a whole lot. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Gwyneris, um, Kafan, Aerith, and I will be camping here for the evening. We have been traveling quite a bit lately, so a night of rest would do us well. Tomorrow we will go and investigate those mountains and see if we can determine something else about why he was hunting after you. All right, well, please don't leave without seeing me in the morning. Very well. Aerith says if she's been chosen by the Raven Queen, she should come with us. I agree. She's already shown herself to be an asset. Unless if she wishes to join the Raven Queen faster, she should come with us. I'll stop and ask them. Is there any truth to the thing about our blood? I know nothing about <laughs> Elden. That's the, that's the end of the sentence. I know nothing about Elden blood being used by the undead in any form. I don't know if I feel better by that or not. Take well, it as you, you take it as you will. Uh, for now. Go back to your mother. She uh, she seems to have a nervous eye upon you. We will be here. We will see you tomorrow. All right. And thank you for your help back there. I'll go back to our uh, wagon. Okay. And Boothal turns to Kafan and Aerith and says, You yourselves said that, acknowledge that Our Lady is the goddess both of death and of fate. Do you think that she will let this girl go her own path any longer than she's willing to? And this comes out sort of like as a chastisement. So you agree with me. Very good then. So know this. She will come with us, but it's better for the parents to think that she chose this solely of herself than it is for them to think that we strong-armed it. It's better for the parents to realize that it's not their choice. You don't... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boothal takes his hammer and gives Kafan a uh, tap on the groin and says, something tells me you don't know much about parenting. You just hit me in the groin with your hammer? <laughs> it, was it, was a a <laughs> it was a tap. I specifically said it was a tap. The love hammer? <laughs> yes. Just show her the hammer. <laughs> the hammer. The hammer is my penis. It has nothing to do with parenting. Those who have had time to spend in the presence of the gods and those who know them have a stronger sense of faith. Those who have spent all their lives toiling on the continent often feel removed and as though the will of the gods is less important. It is not possible for us to force everyone 
to see that this is wrong, but we can help put them in the right direction and show them the correct path, but we cannot make them walk it. All I hear is a bunch of blah, 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 I give up. (laughs) I like that the super somber, weird death guy is also our comic relief. (laughs) (laughs) He's the comic relief. Eric is not saying anything. I thought Steve yeah, was the creepy one. I, I was just Shut up, <laughs> So, Boothal is going to indicate, you know, where campus was to get set up and basically says, set up camp. <laughs> Aerith just <laughs> lies down, face down <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> it's called nonviolent protests. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is camp. For you. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I, I have an adventurer's kit. What does it have in it? Does it have a tent? I will do whatever it is, or whatever is required to make camp. It's basically like to start a fire. That's the only thing? More or less. Paul, you have a, a nature check. Paul, you have a bedroll. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. you have 50 feet of rope. Alright. They hang yourself with. <laughs> <laughs> But no tent. There is no okay. tent listed. Oh, there it you is. Okay. You don't hang yourself with the rope. You get out of prison with the rope. And the dress shoes? Yep. Fancy, fancy dress shoes. So, yeah, we set up camp. Okay. Well, I I don't. <laughs> I'm, laying, I'm apparently laying in a crumpled heap on the ground. <laughs> Face down. I just light them on fire. There's the fire. <laughs> Still doesn't move. <laughs> All right, camp gets set up, and Boozle says, with the caravan here, we don't need to keep a watch tonight. Choose to spend your evening however you wish. (laughs) Yeah, the two guys look at each other being like... uh, So, like, staring contest? Yeah, staring contest. (laughs) Aerith falls down again. Just long enough to hear it. Couple seconds. So, I'm clearly just staying here. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was trying to think of a reason why I might go exploring, but I, yeah, that'd be out of character. I would just probably meditate. Well, I, yeah, I mean, my intent was like, are you both meditating? Are you resting? Are you just going to like walk around? Are you going to sleep because you can choose to? I. You know, it's up to you guys what you want to do. I, I suppose do that. that by saying you can do whatever you want with the evening, I guess that gives you free reign. And if you wanted to start exploring, like look for a dragon, you're welcome to. But that certainly wasn't the intent. The intent yes. was more of like, you know, you don't have to stay awake if and like keep an eye out if you don't want to. You can do something else. You do realize that if we were any other characters, we would be totally screwing with you by doing whatever the other thing is. But we're actually trying to stay true to character and say, okay, fine. Even though our golden opportunity is going to pass us by, we're just going to sit here. Right, exactly. Like, I, I believe that I do sleep, but I'm saying I would meditate as, like, I don't know, a practice that Kefan does like, since he's been in the monastery until now. So you don't sleep, you just meditate? No, we meditate. Then. Meditate, then I sleep. Yeah. Okay. I just, I do my blank stare 
and that I keep doing that. <laughs> Very good. Exactly. During the evening, a raven appears and is someone awake in the middle of the night to address it or because you're in trances and or asleep, do you just kind of not respond to it instantly? I well, definitely don't. I, it just lands I was, on Aerith's shoulder and <laughs> starts to sing him. <laughs> I out his eyes. Yeah. Uh, no, I was just joking about literally doing the blank stare thing the whole time. I would just do it, you know, like I said, for the four hours that would be the equivalent of sleep for like a, a elf in 3.0, and then I would just be sitting there. Okay, so we'll say that the raven lands, and once you move, it sort of hops towards you and extends out its leg. I'm assuming that in your travels with Boothal, because of your lack of needed, or because you don't need the sleep that everyone else needed, you understand what's supposed to be done when a raven arrives. Right, kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Pigeon. Yeah, I, I will take it, and if if since he was mad last time, I'm assuming the uh, regular thing is to give it to Buthal. Yeah, so you, you know. I will, I will wake him up in a way that I know, will, you know, is a less angry-inducing version, and then I'll hand it to him. You're gonna fillet him? What? Good <laughs> God! Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, you just. You you play the flute like do 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 Okay, never mind. Can I be awake as well? I don't know. Would you be awake? Asking. Well, sure. The commotion woke me up. Okay, the rustle of you're a light sleeper and the rustle of wings. Must be the lightest forget sleeper ever. You know. I'm very perceptive. Yes. More perceptive than, you know, your average revenant. (laughs) Boothal takes the scroll case, uh, cracks it open, and reads the instructions. Well, it seems that we have our instructions. uh, We can, we are to continue chasing down this threat. So we're going to continue as planned. I'm going to catch up on some more sleep before we go. And he throws the tube and the note back into the fire and then lays down. Does the sound of paper burning also keep you awake, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> so loud, oh God, uh, uh, so loud. I'm up. Uh, let's take a quick break in the story. We'll come back next week. And uh, thanks for hanging with us when we, as I figured out how to actually play Dungeons and Dragons 4 See how no one else laughed? Because we don't believe you. <laughs> I think... I'm sorry, I had my eyes closed. Is that the laugh track button you pushed? Anyway, thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at LTM Gaming or send us any comments or questions to podcast at LTMGaming.com. 